Hi, this is AJ Bingham, and I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Regions Financial Corporation. Regions is a different kind of bank with branches serving Central Texas from Austin to San Antonio and the Rio Grande Valley. Regions can assist your firm with its M&A and investment banking needs, as well as specialty finance in the technology, healthcare, defense, and aerospace sectors. Learn more about Regions at www.regions.com, and you can find more information in the episode notes. Now on the show. Welcome to the BG Podcast, conversations at the intersection of business, community, and public policy from the Austin metro and around Texas. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com slash podcast and on iTunes and Google Play. Hello, this is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. Our guest today is Austin Assistant City Manager, Chris Shorter. Welcome to the show, Chris. AJ, thank you so much. Really excited to be here. Yeah, well, I'm glad to get you on. And I know it's been uh, an eventful eight months for you. You, you. you were appointed to this role in February of this year, 2019. And it's been kind of, it's been a, I know it's been a fast track in yeah. terms of just getting involved in the community. A lot of the departments that you are under, are under your purview, we'll get to that. Um, are front-facing with the city, Absolutely. right? And you know that requires you to just be out there a lot more, I think, than relative to other, some of your colleagues would be. Um, we'll get, before we get to that in the departments you cover, let's get some of your background. Like, Absolutely. Where you, where'd you come originally from and just your path to just being a city uh, assistant city manager? Fantastic. Well, thanks again uh, for the intro and thanks for having me. Um, you're right. I did start here in Austin in February of this year. Uh, and I came from Washington, D.C. I was in D.C. for 12 years. Uh, grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to undergrad in Florida, graduate school in Pittsburgh, and then spent a few years in New York before going to D.C. But I uh, spent 12 years in D.C. primarily covering um, health and human services agencies. So uh, as deputy director, COO, chief of staff, and a few agencies. And uh, my last four years in D.C. was uh, uh, director of public works uh, in, in, in the city. And, uh, and so many of the agencies that I'm supporting here in Austin cover that very long uh, sort of tenure, if you will, in Washington, D.C. So here in Austin, I'm covering health, environment, culture, and lifelong learning, six agencies that, as you stated, are, are really quality of life agencies and play a very big role within our communities. Uh, and so uh, it's public health, it's, uh, it's libraries, it's the parks and recreation system, it's our Office of Sustainability, uh, Austin Resource Recovery, which is our solid waste management uh, mm-hmm. agency, uh, as well as, I'm forgetting, um, I think I said public health. If I didn't, did, it's one of yeah. the biggest. Uh, but a lot, so, of, a lot of ones that I think, again, are very, are very front-facing and that I think most directly impact uh, the lives of a lot of Austinites. Absolutely. Absolutely. So very excited to be here. It has been nonstop. And just in terms of uh, uh, getting to know uh, the many uh, sort of community members and stakeholders that play a part in making this city uh, what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, I've been uh, embraced and welcomed with open arms and just, uh, again, really excited to be uh, here in Austin. Now, you, you're, again, your feet are earning you a bit. I mean, what's been, what most surprised you or has surprised you, kind of the differences between Austin and me working in D.C., given I know the nuance that, you know, kind of that the city of D.C. has with the Congress and everything else? Sure, yeah, the city, uh, D.C. is definitely, a, you know, 
a federal city. So you definitely have layers of government, layers of public service. Austin, what I appreciate so much about Austin in terms of this role is how active the community is. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's very unique, actually, uh, just in the in the dynamic that you find with our commissions and how active uh, and comprehensive our sort of structure of commission, quality of life commissions and other commissions uh, that deal with quality of life issues, um, uh, community groups that come to our uh, city council meetings, how actively uh, in, um, in listening mode, if you will, our council members are in terms of you know how they receive community members uh, and how much a voice or a group of voices can really change uh, the dynamic of a of a policy decision or direction. So I, I've just been very impressed with and excited about uh, the nature of the community's involvement in our sort of public uh, uh, discussion around how we how we govern the city and what the future of the city will be. That's an important point to make too. I think a lot of people, and again, you know, I'm a lobbyist, and I think people have this mischaracterization that we, you know, kind of my colleagues, right, can just get a meeting with you and get what we want done and done. And I've, I've been around, I mean, I've, you've, I'm sure you've operated in a lot of different city halls. I've been around Austin City Hall for a number of years now, and it's, you know, it's a, you're, it's a very cooperative process. You Absolutely. work with a lot of different stakeholders to hopefully achieve some good policy outcomes, but in the day, I think, Definitely at the local level, I mean, municipal, municipal level, the, the the people, the collective voice of people, do, is re, resonates with count, resonates with council, and with on the, on the city staff side. Absolutely, I also really appreciate how much um, we depend on our uh, our staff and our our government employees as experts. Really, mm -hmm. um, and never gonna have credit. I don't. I don't feel. If someone is a council watcher, I don't think staff, city staff, kind of the work you put into a lot of these policy. You know, objectives that you know, are given by your your colleagues in the council, mm. they really get that due from the public side, right? Because a lot of work goes into some these these initiatives and ordinances. Yes, so it's it's to some extent it's the nature of local government, mm -hmm. right? We get the as local government practitioners, we get the benefit of seeing what we do help immediately, right? Which other layers of government uh, at the federal level for sure, regional government, some state you don't necessarily get to see the impact of your work helping sort of as it happens, if you will. Uh, on a local level, you know, you, you are working on a policy issue or you're working on a project and you may turn on the news and see that project being talked about sort mm -hmm. of that night, uh, you know, sort of on the nightly news or in the morning on the radio while coming in. There's pleasure in that, right? I mean, you go, you come into public service for a specific reason, and that's to uh, serve your community, and you and you really get to, to do that. The other side of that is that sometimes uh, our teams, our staff, uh, get a bad rap uh, in terms of some of the um, expertise and work that is being done, uh, mm -hmm. and so you have to, you know, be thick-skinned. And I think uh, in terms of in terms of the uh, teams that I've met, the employees that I've met, they're very excited about what they're able to do in the city, the role that they're able to play uh, in, in terms of making this city the best city uh, it could be. Uh, so, you know, it is, uh, you know, you have to take it as it comes, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Well, coming back to you, you know, when you were, I guess when the, the job, the Austin job opened up, or if you were kind of you know, approached by a recruiting firm, but had you ever been in Texas before? Prior to Austin, oh, or, sure. I mean, I, you know, yeah. some people would be surprised. I mean, I, I grew up here, but 
Yeah. Texas is a state, so people just don't want to go <laughs> to. So yeah, yeah. Well, where have you been? I, I, um, you know, in public service, there were uh, obviously a lot of conferences in in Dallas and in Houston, and I have uh, friends in Austin, so I've been to Austin t to visit. Uh, I was doing some. When work. did you come? The summer though, or the spring, or when? <laughs> in this, I had actually not. <laughs> done the summer in Austin yeah, so okay. the, the, this summer actually but this summer wasn't too bad I'm going to knock on wood uh, it's know, relative it, I mean, it was you know high 90s early, early right. low hundreds but it was you know it's it kind of par and in uh, Washington DC definitely has a humidity that makes it feel hotter uh, than than it is mm, uh, more sometimes. like Houston like absolutely gotcha so I, I was doing work with uh, Pete with uh, uh, public-private partnerships and attended a few conferences in Houston. Um, the International City County Managers Association had a few meetings in San Antonio. So I've certainly been to, you know, been to other cities in Texas and then have friends in Austin who, uh, where I've come and visited a few times. So certainly wasn't a stranger, but, um, yeah. you know, visiting is one thing. Living here, being a part of the community, um, you know, helping to vision what's next for the city of Austin in terms of some of the more complex decisions that need to be made is a completely different uh, different thing. So I'm really excited to be here and to be a part of the discussion and uh, hopefully to help in a significant way uh, make this city the world-class city it, uh, it is and, and, and will be. Yeah, I know. Just, I mean, you're, again, your colleagues and the city manager, Spencer Cronk, it's relatively, um, you know, a well, in terms of age and just a new tenure, a new kind of chapter in Austin's like staff leadership, right? And for those who aren't aware, um, at least for in the city of Austin, our, our system is a council manager, former government, where the city manager is, for all intents and purposes, the CEO of the city, runs the oper daily operations um, with the, the council serving as the board um, on the policy side, but also the oversight for city manager um, and then assistant city managers and so on down. And um, so with that, though, too, so again, you've been here eight months. I know just from our prior conversations, coming into Austin, I think yeah, your first few months here, I think you did it right, just meeting different groups, meeting different people in the community, given the roles, uh, the, the responsibilities for the different eight departments you had. So now, again, with some, some time under your belt, you know, what, do you, what initiatives or kind of goals would, do you have going into um, really, like you say, Q1 2020, and we're recording this on October 7th, 2019. So I guess going into, you know, 2020, um, what some, are some objectives you kind of want to fully take on now you're almost a year in? Well, I mean, I will say I'm personally fortunate, and, and I'm coming into a city that already has a very uh, clear vision. Um, we call it SD23 um, or SD 2023, our strategic. SD 2023. That's SD 2023, which is the strategic direction, uh, the vision for the city of Austin. It's been agreed upon by our city council and uh, 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 supported by our city manager uh, and, and really the entire government. We have restructured, if you will, uh, our reporting relationships to mirror the strategic direction uh, the outcomes and priorities of our city council. So in that way, you know, the, uh, the, the road has been sort of laid and we are marching down that, marching down that road. I will say just nationally in terms of what's happening around conversations regarding community health, individual mm -hmm. health, uh, that I'm certainly excited to be supporting a service team, a portfolio of agencies that 
involves so much of what we consider that those social determinants or those factors that involve a person's health. Uh, so you, many of your listeners, I'm sure, know that your health and, and good health starts way before you get to your doctor's office, right? Mm-hmm. And so what you eat, uh, where you live, how you play in terms of parks and recreation, uh, the environment around you, the air you breathe, all those things factor into uh, how long your life is and the quality of that life. I mean, it's interesting you bring that up, too, because, I mean, I'm sure you saw the, K, the KUT article. It's our local NPR affiliate. This is last week. And it's something I know the mayor's talked about mm-hmm. for the last, you know, for your tenure here. I've heard him bring up in speeches, but just the kind of the health care, the health disparity between, like, East and West Austin, about a 20-year difference, you know, that divides I-35, right, mm-hmm. which is the main thoroughfare in Austin. And, again, that's stuff that that's predates your tenure by far, but it's more obviously things that, you know, those agencies kind of fall you're the front lines of those kind of, of issues, right? And that's something, I mean, I don't know if you just want to add any thoughts on, those, on that other than, I mean, it's a, you know, it's, we it's have, definitely an imbalance, obviously. Absolutely, and we have, as a city, we have work to do. I think uh, in terms of this sort of equity lens, uh, how we look at uh, sort of um, uh, programs and services, access to our, our healthcare system, access to our parks and recreation uh, amenities, access to our libraries, all these things, uh, are extremely important across our entire city. So we do have work to do in terms of making sure that the same types of um, things that we can brag about in terms of how, uh, you know, how, how impressive our parks and recreation just system is uh, in Austin, we wanna make sure that everyone gets the benefit of being able to run and bike and swim and enjoy uh, those, those amenities and mm-hmm. facilities. And so, in terms of making sure that, uh, you know, whether you're east or west, north or south, that you uh, have some ability to touch our system and access it is uh, uh, something that is absolutely a priority, Not certainly not just for me, but really for our entire city government. Uh, and I'm just, uh, I get the benefit of being able to support some of the agencies that have the biggest role to play uh, in making that possible. Yeah. yeah. Just um, bring this another thing to bring up too, only because it came out last Friday. But I mean, does the does the land development code revisions directly impact your you at all? Are any privy any parts of it touch you at all? It it your agency, it your your um, the departments under your purview. Sure, sure. Uh, we are really one team. I, I in terms of the city manager's office. So we are all working together on on some of these big issues. I will say that. In terms of land development, what the biggest sort of discussion piece for agencies that I support is park uh, park land dedication mm-hmm. and, and sort of what that looks like um, when we're looking at you know more uh, density, more affordability. So I think that's probably what touches me uh, the, the most in uh, the, the conversation that you know um, PARD, the Parks and Recreation Department, has had. Uh, with uh, with the team uh, that's uh, developing, you know, yeah. the draft. It's ongoing. I think the first draft uh, just came out Friday, Friday, and so it's going to be, you know, it'll be not Community a long conversation. Part, part of the conversation for right. sure. Um, what of a you know, you're active on social media on Facebook. Just uh, what have, what's been some of your favorite parks you visited uh, oh, since you've been here? Thanks for asking yeah. that. Yeah, I, uh, I I would say, um, is it called? It's it's Mary. Uh, is the one in the South South Austin? It is, and it, they like are, off the Slaughter Lane. Yes, 
peacocks. I, and I know because I, I, I grew up around that area mm-hmm. and I go there a lot because it's just it's like a gym. So I'm not going to mention more than it's start. It's Mary, uh, Mary. It's Seabrook something lane. Look I'm, it up. I'm what is up the Slaughter Lane? It's a great little hidden gem. Love yes. it. And uh, I mean, it's about it's very expansive. Absolutely. Well, I like it. I like it because it's tucked away. It's a little further out there for some folks, but. Yeah, it, it is just, it's so much to be proud of. Yeah. I mean, so for those who are from Austin, uh, who... They know where it's at. They, 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 I'm sure <laughs> they do know where that. it is. Uh, and it, it, uh, it is that, that park, along with so many other trails, are just like you said, real jewels to the city and um, uh, make it just a lot a lot to be proud of. Yeah. yeah. Have you, uh, did you, we just finished uh, ACL, Austin City Limits Fest weekend one, and that's in Zilker Park, which is more, I think, the kind of the crown jewel in Austin's park system. Uh, um, have you had a chance to just visit, visit that, the shape uh, of the park? With yes. The, it's still I going mean, on. It is, uh, you know, um, ACL, uh, uh, South by Southwest, these mm-hmm. are, you know, at this point, um, national draws, really, to Austin, and, and so, uh, this first weekend and next weekend, I'm really enjoying, you know, the city, enjoying the artists, making sure that we, you know, do what we can to um, to incentivize uh, sort of our own residents to take full advantage uh, of the festivals and not just uh, those from outside of Boston that come. Yeah. Uh, I do remember the name now. It's Mayfield Park and Nature Preserve. Yes. One of my favorite places as par- that it, that's a part of our parks and recreation system. I will say I've gone outside of Austin a little and visited uh, a few watering holes outside of Austin that are, that are part of the Travis County mm-hmm. uh, Park and Trail System as well. Uh, and so it is just, if you enjoy the outdoors, if you enjoy peace uh, in, 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 on a trail, uh, if you enjoy biking, if you enjoy walking, there are just so many places and resources in the region to go uh, and really uh, enjoy the outdoors. So, God, well, Chris, I want to let you get back to your important workout at City Hall, but I'll leave you with the last word. Yeah, I, just that I really, first, I thank you very much for uh, creating a forum for uh, your listeners to hear directly from uh, public servants and from, from public leaders here in Austin. It really is such important work. Um, and uh, I will say that if, uh, if anyone has any questions or would like to uh, reach out to my office directly, please feel free. I'm happy to kind of always be available uh, for the community and for uh, for listeners and voices. So. Great. We'll put your contact information in the show notes. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Hi, this is AJ. We want to again thank our sponsor, Regents Financial Corporation. With branches serving Central Texas from Austin to San Antonio and the Rio Grande Valley, Regents can help your firm with its M&A and investment banking needs as well as specialty finance, the technology, healthcare, defense, and aerospace sectors. Learn more about Regions in the episode notes. Thank you for listening to today's BG podcast. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com podcast and iTunes and Google Play. Subscribe to stay current on future posts.